Hi, welcome to our third podcast of 2023. On the back of our last topic, support and resistance levels, today we'll be covering momentum trading. This is a popular trading strategy that uses various technical indicators, all of which we will cover in our episode. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Hello, Alison. How are you today? Hey, Chris. I'm doing well. How's it going with you? Well, I'm, I'm cold, Alison. Winter <laughs> has finally come to, to Portugal. It's uh, dropping, dropping into single digits overnight. And uh, Portuguese houses aren't really built to keep the heat in. So, um, so I'm sitting here, sitting here shivering, wearing all my layers. But otherwise, I'm all right. But I understand it's quite warm where you are. Yeah, Flip, it's hot here. We're really struggling. It's uh, yeah, been close to thirty, I think, thirty degrees Celsius. So we're uh, we're sweating. Well, I'd, I'd trade you in a heartbeat, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you would. Sham. Stark, stark contrast to Cape Town weather, huh? Yeah, indeed, a real sharp contrast. A real sharp contrast. But anyway, enough enough complaining. So uh, yeah, welcome to our third podcast of the year. Last week, we discussed uh, support and resistance levels and how to use them in trading strategy. And so continuing in a similar vein uh, this week, we're going to talk about momentum and momentum trading strategies. Like, uh, like support and resistance, momentum is another pretty simple trading concept, um, but it can be used very effectively in creating straight trading strategy. Yeah, it, um, there's a lot of traders that trade with uh, the strategy. And it's one of the simplest forms of trading styles. So traders buy and sell assets based on the strength of their recent price action. And the theory is that if there is enough strength forcing the price in a certain direction, then that move will likely continue for some time. So basically, momentum refers to the inertia of a price trend continuing to rise or fall for a particular period of time. And then... It usually takes into account both the price and the volume. Um, and in technical analysis, momentum is measured via an oscillator, which helps you to identify trends. Yeah, and because, as you said there, momentum uses both uh, price um, and volume, there's a heavy use of indicators to keep track of it, to keep track of momentum. And we'll, we'll get into indicators towards the end. But yeah, so momentum is, I mean, a good example is to think of momentum uh, sort of like, you know, like a train, you know, so when a train starts up, it accelerates, um, but it starts moving very slowly. But once it gets up to speed, it, um, it stops accelerating, but it uh, remains traveling at a very high velocity. And then towards the end of your train journey, the train starts to decelerate as it slows down, but it can take a long time for a train to slow down completely before it comes to a complete stop. So momentum investors, if we are thinking of this as a train journey, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to judge this acceleration and they're trying to get on board of this train when, um, when it's in the middle, when the train is moving at its highest velocity. And it's, uh, momentum is a trading technique um, that also, like support and resistance levels, seeks to profit from you know, what we were talking about last week, uh, groupthink of market psychology. So a lot of, a lot of traders expecting the same thing to happen, basically. Mm. Um, but unlike support and resistance, which you, you know, usually seek to buy low and then sell high, 
momentum trading is more of a strategy of buying high and selling higher. Yeah, exactly. And uh, once the momentum trader sees this acceleration in the price, then the trader will often take a short or long position in the hopes that the momentum will continue either upward going higher or downward going lower. And uh, it relies on short-term movements in price rather than fundamental value. So like uh, support and resistance, the strategy is not so much a fundamental strategy, but more of a, a, a you know, something that the traders identify with technical analysis. So instead of identifying the continuation or reversal pattern, momentum investors focus on the trend created by the most recent price break. Yeah, exactly. It's very much a technical uh, tool. As you say, there's not much fundamental analysis involved in momentum trading. So how do you identify good momentum trading opportunities? Um, so momentum is based on three key factors. So as we mentioned, there's volume, there's also the volatility of the market, and then also time frames. All three of them are very important. So we'll, we'll go through them one by one. So volume, and it's important to understand volume, it's the amount of a particular asset that is traded within a given time frame. So it's not the number of transactions that occur but it's the number of assets traded. So if five buyers purchase one asset each, volume the volume is going to be the same as if one buyer purchases five of the same asset. Uh, so it's not the amount of traders, it's the amount of actual assets that's being bought or sold. And volume is absolutely vital in, in momentum trading um, because traders need to, they often want to enter and exit positions very quickly. So this means that there needs to be a steady stream of buyers and sellers in the market. And if a market has a high number of buyers and sellers, it is known as a liquid market, and it's much easier to exchange your assets. And if there's a low volume, if there's a low number of buyers and sellers, then this is an illiquid market, and it's much harder to, to enter and exit um, exactly where you want to. Yeah, and uh, that brings us to volatility, um, which is different from volume in well it's a momentum's bread and butter should we say so it's it's the degree of change in the assets price movement so if a market is highly volatile it means that there are big price swings uh, and this is obviously contrasted with a, a low volatility market which is much more stable um, and momentum traders often seek out volatile markets because they want to take advantage of these short-term rises and falls in, in the asset's value. So as momentum trading attempts to, should we say, capitalize on volatility, it's important that you have a very sound risk management strategy in place to protect your trades. Um, because obviously with the volatile market, the price can turn against you very quickly. Um, so, so as we mentioned in most of our podcasts, you, you really need to set your, your stops and limits so that you don't get hurt by, by very rapid movements that are unexpected. Yeah, exactly. And it's something we bang on about a lot, but it's really important, especially in these, um, with these trading strategies that take advantage of, of technical movements. Mm. Um, but we'll, we'll get on to risk management a little bit later. And uh, so the last of these three factors is the timeframes. Right, so momentum trading strategies usually focus on short-term uh, market movements. But because it's based on trend, a duration of a trade depends on how long the trend maintains its strength. So this means that, yes, while it's usually short-term, 
It's also can be suitable for traders who employ longer term styles, um, you know, like position traders, which we've talked about before. I mean, a good example of of a long term momentum trading is the dot com bubble in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, this um, this is a trend that accelerated for years and years and years. I mean, it did finally burst around the turn of the century and brought great ruin to a lot of people. But during that time, uh, sound momentum tra- strategy, you could use it um, for very long-term trades. But generally, you see momentum traders uh, will tend to towards more short-term uh, trading styles, such as day trading and scalping. Mm, exactly. So then how would you create a strategy for momentum trading? So number one, uh, you'll obviously identify the asset you're interested in. So if you're interested in day trading, you'll obviously want a high volume, high volatile asset like Forex or crypto. But um, if if you're going to trade on crypto, you really need to know what you're doing. Um, And if you're a positional trader, you may want to trade on a more predictable asset uh, that moves in sort of more identifiable cycles like commodities and indices. Um, And number two, you want to devise a momentum trading strategy based on technical analysis and indicators. That is obviously in contrast to fundamental analysis. Um, Momentum trading strategies always use technical indicators. Um, thirdly, you want to practice trading in a risk-free environment using a demo account. So ideally, you'd like to find a demo account that is unlimited, somewhere where you can practice for a long time um, until you feel comfortable. And then lastly, once you start trading, you always want to create a solid risk management strategy. Um, and this will depend on what you're trading, um, what time frames you're trading, and just what your, your goals for your, your day are or your, your month, depending on what type of trader you are. Yeah, momentum trading is very reliant on indicators, on technical analysis, uh, because, you know, momentum traders, they're not, they're not worried about the fundamentals of an underlying asset. You know, mm. they don't care about long-term growth prospects. They don't care really about economic, economic circumstances surrounding a market. All they really care about is the price action. So these indicators are incredibly important because they're going to identify the strengths of a price movement. And, and they're going to check if other market participants are attracted to this price movement. And then they're going to keep a very close eye on how quickly price trends are accelerating. Yeah. And, you know, you can't do that with a naked eye. And fundamental analysis is not going to help you here at all. So the best way to do this is with a host of indicators. Yeah. And uh, some of the most important ones are the momentum indicator, which seems obvious. The relative mm-hmm. strength index, moving averages, which are used in, in most strategies, and the stochastic oscillator. So uh, I'll jump first into what momentum indicators are. So they're a very popular indicator for momentum trading, and they basically take the recent closing price and then compare it to the pre- previous closing price, um, and that's used to identify the strength of a trend. It's also an oscillator, and it's if you look at it on a graph, it's displayed as a single line that moves basically to and from um, the center line of zero. So it provides traders with an idea of how fast that, that price is moving. So if the indicator gives a reading of 35, for example, then it would be a faster uptrend than an indicator of 30. And if the indicator gives a reading of minus 15, um, this would be a faster downtrend than a reading of of minus 10. So it always uses zero as, as the baseline. 
Um, and although some traders will use this indicator to enter and exit trades, um, most momentum traders use it to confirm price action. So if the indicator crosses the line from zero below, then it's a sign that the price is starting to gain momentum higher. And if it drops below zero, then the price shows that it's gaining momentum downwards. So it's quite an easy indicator to read as well. Yeah, no, it is a pretty, pretty useful one. And um, it's interesting you touched on something there, which is, you know, that confirming price action. And I think it's important to point out here that yeah, when you're trading with momentum, it's important to use more than one indicator, you know, because you need, you really want to confirm price action before you jump in here. And you want to confirm that the acceleration is in, is in is going in the way that you think. Um, so the second uh, indicator we had here was the RSI, not repetitive strain injury. So I know a lot okay. of traders suffer from that, but the relative relative strength index. So this is again indi- momentum based indicator provides buy and sell signals. Like the momentum indicator, it's plotted on a chart and is also an oscillator. It moves from zero to a hundred. And this provides overbought and oversold signals, depending on its value. Anything above a 70 is considered uh, overbought, and anything below 30 is considered oversold. So when you're using RSI, uh, your, any kind of strategy based on RSI is and this idea that, then, that retracements between these price levels will present clear trends. So you would open and close positions within a trend rather than the top and the bottom. Um, really important to know, and this is a true for most of these indicators, is that just because an indicator gives overbought and oversold signals, it does not mean the trend will reverse, which is, as I said before, really important to use, always use more than one indicator to confirm uh, to confirm price action. And another very popular technical indicator is the moving averages, and these are used often to spot emerging market trends. So they basically use a formula that filters out random fluctuations um, because they're averages to show a prevailing price trend. And though they're actually strictly not momentum-based indicators, they still can help traders see whether a market is range-bound or stuck between a high and lower limit. So one of the ways momentum traders use MAs is that they apply three averages to the same chart. So say, for example, the 15-day, the 25-day, and the 35-day averages. And if the MAs are on top of each other, with the shortest one on the top and the longest on the bottom, it tells us that the market is trending in a certain direction and that that trend is accelerating. Like you spoke about earlier with the train, Chris, that's what you need is an accelerating trend. Um, mm-hmm. So it's important to be aware that they are that there are a type of lagging indicator and this means that the signals only happen after the price moves. But although the trader won't necessarily enter at the start of the trend anyway, it, it does mean that you still need to find suitable other indicators um, to find an exit point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, they're very useful. But again, in, in a lot of cases used for confirmation of, of price action. And lastly, that brings us to the stochastic oscillator, which is... Um, probably one of the most common for more experienced uh, momentum traders, probably the most common indicator. And it's a very powerful tool. Uh, It can be used for a number of strategies. And what this does is it compares the most recent closing price to the previous trading range over a specified time period. Most people usually use 14 timeframes, 
So that depends on obviously what time frame you're looking at. So it could be 14 hours or it could be 14 weeks. And stochastic oscillators are used to identify overbought and oversold levels. Yes. We have to mention here that it doesn't follow the price or the volume. So it's very important to understand that it only follows the speed and the momentum of the underlying market. And the the basic idea behind it is that the momentum of a an asset's price will often change before the price movement of the instrument actually changes direction. So the indicator can be used to predict trend reversals, which gives it a lot of value. Yeah, I know. Very powerful, very powerful tool. Um, it's the stochastic indicator um, or oscillator is, is scaled between zero and 100. And a reading above 80 indicates that the instrument is trading near the top of its range. And a reading below 20 signals that the instrument is trading near the bottom of its range. So when, when the lines are above 80, this means that, um, that uh, the asset is overbought and that the acceleration is slowing in price yeah. and that it may, there's a possibility that this, that this, uh, the price, price action is going to reverse and vice versa. When it's, when it's below 20, it's, it's signifying that the instrument is oversold. Look, the use of all these indicators is really important to study them very carefully before using them in a live environment, but particularly the stochastic oscillator in, in volatile markets, which as we've discussed is probably where you're going to be using momentum trading strategy more often. Um, the stochastic oscillator can create false signals. So it should never be used in isolation, as I've said before, but particularly with this one. So always confirm price trends with other indicators and strategies before you jump in. And just on technical analysis, you know, some some traders sort of overuse technical analysis on the other side as well, and they just add too much to their charts that it becomes quite a confusing mess. So Mm -hmm. it's important to really go into all the different um, indicators identify which ones are the most important, which ones you understand the best, apply those to your charts and go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Don't cover your, don't cover your chart with too many graphs. Don't make it hard to understand. But um, yeah, find, find a couple that work for you. And backtest, you know. Most good trading platforms have you know, very powerful backtesting. Yeah. So use these, use these indicators, use the oscillators and, and run it over whatever your favorite asset is and, and have a look back over the previous six months price action. And see how they see how they function. Oh, that's very important. Um, but I guess that brings us to probably the most important part of momentum trading. And um, so, with momentum trading, you're still relying on market psychology to predict price movement. And this obviously means that you know that you're at high risk of of losing if if you miss something or if the market turns against you. If there's some sort of fundamental you know, something happens in the news that changes the, the direction of that market. Um, so you really want to put in stop losses or trading stop losses and and always practice on a demo account or, as you say, Chris, use use backtesting, you know, use your, your backtesting facilities until you're absolutely certain that you understand how your indicators function and that you know how to read the different price actions um, and confirm that you are indeed using, you know, that you know how to use the momentum strategy. Yeah, and this is this is something I think very important. Is I mean, a lot of these indicators, a lot of beginners I find will will start using indicators and think they've got a good grasp on it, and where in actual fact they they don't. You know what I mean? They've um, they haven't seen how the indicators work in all different types of um, of market scenarios, 
and they'll jump into live trading and then there'll be an unusual market scenario. The indicators will throw up uh, numbers that they don't fully understand and you know and then you've lost your shirt before you even know what you're doing. Yeah, so make sure you have um make sure you have a really good understanding of of your indicators before before you move. Absolutely. So I think that that probably covers it, but uh, we always welcome questions and uh, we'll be happy to cover any topics that might have been confusing in this in this podcast or anything we want you want to us to expand on. But yeah, what what are we covering next week, Chris? Um, so next week, I think we're going to start a. I mean, it's again like it goes quite neatly with what we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. We were talking about support and resistance. Today, we're talking about momentum, and the underlying factor in in all of these trading these technical trading strategies is um, trading psychology, market psychology. So we're going to do a two part series on the most important um, aspects of of trading psychology and why why psychology is so important uh to the markets uh so it should be quite interesting i think yes i'm looking forward to that and then i think a little bit further down the line we've got a couple of uh interviews lined up with some uh, with some good brokers or representatives from some good brokers which will be interesting but we'll um we will uh, we're still waiting for dates and and timings of that so we won't uh, won't announce anything quite yet but hopefully we'll have some news for you soon all right alison well um thanks for that and i will speak to you next week yeah thanks chris bye, bye.